Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Information Network and six-time Emmy-nominated news anchor Vanessa Tyler welcome you to Blackland, a podcast about the ground on which the black community stands right now. From stories about salvation and loss. I loved a person who had an HIV diagnosis. To dreams achieved or yet unfulfilled. From people who have made it. I sat down with a therapist and I began my journey. To those left behind. Listen to Blackland on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It's been a busy news week. Sometimes we like to review the major stories of the week here on the Black Information Network. Today, we are joined by Black Information Network news anchors, Vanessa Tyler and Mike Stevens, to discuss this week's major stories. This is our daily story, and I am your host, Ramses Ja. So let's talk about what's going on this week. First and foremost, the slap heard round the world. Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the 2022 Oscar ceremony. Vanessa Tyler, bring us up to speed. Oh, boy, Ramses, is that what everyone is talking about still uh, ever since Sunday? Well, the latest is, of course, Chris Rock is on tour now. And uh, in, in a sense, this has been a business boom for him. His tickets are selling out and they're going up it's about 400 times more than what they're worth. I mean, they're really hot on the market right now. And last night he did address it but not in the way we all hoped or thought he would. He basically told the audience that he did not yet speak with Will Smith and that he is still processing what happened to him on Sunday. But in terms of the reaction, it's coming from all corners. I mean, we did a report just recently that O.J. Simpson weighed in. Mm. Um, Everyone is talking about it. Everyone is wondering, you know, what's up with Will Smith? They're kind of digging, playing psychiatrist by going into his background. He recently came out with an autobiography and he talked about domestic violence with his mother and father and not being able to protect his mother. So mm. some people are looking into that and saying to themselves, well, maybe, you know, this is a way for him that kind of pent up aggression and anger that he must protect women. Then of course, you know, his and Jada's marriage has been the butt of so many jokes and he just basically had enough, but everyone agrees. Even he agrees with his apology that that was not the way to handle it. Absolutely. Well, the other big headline this week is, of course, the aftermath of the Senate confirmation hearings for Katanji Brown Jackson. Mike Stevens, your take on what's been happening since those hearings? Well, you know, there's been a lot of uh, 
you know, questions about whether ultimately she will get the support needed to be confirmed. Remember, we have a divided Senate 50 50. Uh, Democrats have been saying they believe they have enough uh, votes of their own to get her in. Uh, and what helped their cause this week was uh, Senator Joe Manchin, who has been rather iffy on some of Joe Biden's uh, key legislation. He has said he will confirm her. So if all the Democrats stick together um, and it ends up being a tie, then the black vice president, Kamala Harris, uh, according to the Senate rules, would be able to be the tie breaking vote. But then we also found out uh, recently that Republican Senator Susan Collins says she's going to vote for her. One of the few moderate Republicans who had been mulling, you know, what they were going to do uh, and with her support. And again, if, you know, the Democrats uh, stick together, uh, she should easily be confirmed with bipartisan support. And there are still some other senators who are looking into it. Uh, Mitt Romney, considering it, Lisa Murkowski. Uh, some of the other moderates. We just found out that Lindsey Graham, who has a very controversial senator and who was one of the people who were grilling her, uh, some say unfairly uh, during the hearings, says he will not support her. But it doesn't look like they would need his support, uh, you know, when it's all said and done. You know, what's a shocker about Lindsey Graham, though, is that he supported her when she went to the D.C. Court of Appeals. And so all of a sudden he's not supporting her as she goes to the highest court in America. Well, you got to wonder, too, is is this grandstanding by these Republicans? Uh, Are they making pressing her the way they did just to get support back home? That's what a lot of people are thinking. So the other hearings, the one you mentioned, Vanessa, uh, for the uh, other court, that wasn't televised. So nobody really saw that. But this people are seeing and, you know, back home in South Carolina, is is he doing this for his base? Yeah, a lot of a lot of them are fundraising on it because they they take anything and use it as a fundraising tool. So definitely there's a lot of grandstanding there. And as you said, if not one Republican, but at least we know that there will be at least one and the Democrats stick together. It's no stopping. They cannot stop her. It's a done deal. She will be going to the Supreme Court. Mm, Very good. Now, Vanessa, uh, sticking in that same vein, as far as news is concerned, uh, President Biden signed into law the Emmett Till anti-lynching bill. Give us a rundown of what happened there. Well, you know, the thing about that particular bill, it has been kicking around a while. This is not something new. It just wasn't signed. Um, But luckily, this time uh, it it was signed by the president and it means a lot. It means that lynching is a federal hate crime. And when of course, people would say, of course, lynching is a crime, but having that extra oomph on it means more time. Um, and so it's over the time that the person would get for murder, then they would have the additional years in prison for the hate crime designation of lynching. So it's it's symbolic. Of course, we definitely as black Americans uh, shudder at the word lynching. It put fear in our generations of our ancestors, especially those living in the South. And now we have it as uh, a federal hate crime and the disgusting crime that it is. Um, and it's signed into law. It was uh, surrounded by uh, many of our African-American lawmakers, including, of course, our black vice president, Kamala Harris. She was there. And so they all had something to say and speak out. And of course, Emmett Till, we know, was the teenager who was lynched 
back in the 50s for whistling, allegedly whistling at a white woman who's years later, uh, a reporter interviewed this particular woman who she said that it did not happen. So that's always been controversial. But, um, you know, of course, he said he didn't did it, do it and he didn't do it. And he, he died as a result. And keep in mind, his mother, Mamie, God bless her. She was the one who made sure the world saw what happened to her boy by yeah. making his photo uh, in the casket, brutalized body seen by America when it was published in Jet magazine. And we all remember that. That's certainly part of American history, the horrors that happened to that teenage boy. Mm-hmm. We, we should also mention, um, guys, that this bill doesn't, always, doesn't only deal with you know, lynching, in other words, hanging somebody from their neck. Under the rules, people can be prosecuted for a number of hate crimes when it involves injury or death, and it's some sort of planned activity. Of course, you know, the, the, the specifics of the bill, prosecutors will be able to look at under each case, but it really is more than just literally hanging someone. There's a whole bunch of hate crimes that are included uh, in that prosecution. Very good. Now, switching gears a bit here, uh, also this past week, COVID mandates have been lifted in key cities and states, including New York. Uh, Tell us more about that, Vanessa. In New York, it's very controversial because COVID mandates, yeah, they've been lifted in a lot of places, but especially for sports athletes and entertainers. And uh, New York City's mayor, uh, African-American Eric Adams, said that the reason why he made this this exception where other workers like firefighters and police and such must have vaccines is because of economic reasons. Um, That's good news for the Nets. Kyrie Irving can now play. But the fact remains that a lot of people think it's unfair. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's still an ongoing uh, fight here in New York. And it's also the subject of lawsuits. But around the country, yeah, COVID restrictions are being lifted. Uh, Some people say that um, it's time to take off the mask. A lot of people, at least in where I am in the New York, New Jersey area, are not wearing masks um, anymore. But then, you know, of course, we all know that COVID is not yet gone away. Uh, there is a subvariant that's very contagious that's still kind of hanging around, the BA2 variant. So, you know, a lot of people are taking it at their own risk. It suggests that you get that second booster uh, if you can. Um, and of course, it goes without saying you, you should be vaccinated. But a lot of people are not and still refuse to get the shot. Um, so it's a, it's a, a situation that, to be honest with you, Rams, is we kind of wait and see with COVID. Um, right now, things are good. Hospitalizations are down. Infection rates are down. But, you know, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows when the next variant will pop up? Let's just hope we, it doesn't. We should add that it's probably a good thing, uh, Ramses and Vanessa, that this is not the first story we're talking about today. This is not the big story as it mm. was for the last you know, two years, we've moved down a few notches. But as Vanessa said, we don't know what's going to happen, how things may change in the uh, pretty near future. Sure, sure. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, 
I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Information Network and six-time Emmy-nominated news anchor Vanessa Tyler welcome you to Blackland. A podcast about the ground on which the black community stands right now. From stories about salvation. And loss. They did not love themselves enough to know their HIV status to not pass it on to me. To dreams achieved. Or still yet unfulfilled. From people who have made it. We started a hospital-based violence intervention program called the IV Project. And it stands for interrupting violence in youth and young adults. To those who have been left behind. But no one talks about the survivors of the gun violence and the numbers rising because the gun violence has risen. Politically. Financially. Emotionally. Spiritually. This is where we are. This is Blackland. And one of the things that my father said to me before he passed away, it's like almost like a prophecy. He said that I would be helping men. Listen to Blackland on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you've been following the news, you know that from healthcare access to safe schools, LGBTQ plus rights are under attack. And it's about time queer and trans youth get the microphone and tell their stories in their own words. We can kiss every woman's face goodbye. I'm Raquel Willis. Join me on my new podcast, Queer Chronicles, a show where LGBTQ plus folks tell their own stories in their own words. This season, teens will share all about growing up in political battleground states. I wish I could feel more comfortable in my own body here, but that's just not the case. And follow along as they discover what queer and trans liberation means to them. This isn't running away from yourself. It's running into who you want to grow into. Listen to Queer Chronicles on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your most fabulous shows. Black Information Network news anchors Vanessa Tyler and Mike Stevens are here with us discussing this week's major stories. Now, Jenny Thomas, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Judge Clarence Thomas, is connected to the January 6th Capitol riots. Talk to us about what's going on with her. Mike, you first. Yeah, Jenny Thomas is Clarence Thomas's wife, uh, both conservative. She's outspoken. Um, and there's actually I just saw this, that there is a, a, a big um, petition nationwide, 140,000 people plus asking for or calling for Clarence Thomas to resign or be impeached something some Democrats have called for as well, all because of various texts that are now public between his wife and the chief of staff, Mark Meadows of Donald Trump, all part of the support for overturning the presidential election. Uh, She said she was there on the day that the riot happened, but she wasn't at the actual riot itself. But just the fact that behind the scenes, she's corresponding with uh, Mark Meadows trying to overturn the election has been very um, 
uh, very telling, some say. And she, in her defense, she says these are her own personal texts. You know, she's entitled to her own opinion, her own activism, and her husband has nothing to do with it. But it looks bad to many Americans. So, sure. again, a lot of people are calling from him to either recuse himself or resign. Um, he has recused himself in other uh, matters, but nothing this big. So we really don't know what's going to end up happening with this. Well, this has been brewing for years. Uh, this is not a new thing. It just happened to really burst to the surface with these text messages to Mark Meadows. But for years, people have wondered how in the world um, is she, and, and she's not a quiet conservative activist. She is one of the most outspoken conservative activists. And people have wondered you know, how is it possible here her husband is on the Supreme Court deciding so many cases, um, cases to do um, with race and other matters, and she being so influential? I mean, how could it not be? They live in the same home, although they she claims she doesn't discuss things with him, even though one of the texts um, to Mark Meadows said, yeah, I've something about I need to talk with my best friend or I've or I've discussed this something about a best friend. And many people believe that best friend she referred to was the justice himself. So, yeah, he is definitely under fire right now. Mitch McConnell came out yesterday saying that it's, you know, a Democratic, um, you know, left wing ploy to keep him under fire and to discredit him and, you know, taking up for him. But I don't see how he could not recuse himself when the issue of uh, the the Capitol riots or in many other issues um, having to do with the election lie, any of those issues come up. Sure, sure. Now, also this week, we've seen more rising gas prices. And of course, there's the war in Ukraine. Bring us up to speed, Vanessa. Well, the good news is the president probably a um, few minutes will be announcing that there will be a release of a, a lot of reserves, which um, critics and experts say it may decrease gas prices a little bit, um, maybe not that much. But the whole thing with Ukraine, it's... <laughs> It's just a, a, a situation where they're, they're still talking and um, supposedly um, troops uh, near the Ukrainian capital, capital of Kiev are supposed to be pulling back some. Mm. Um, but a lot of people say, including the United States, they just don't believe that it's going to be any kind of pullback, but it's more a repositioning um, mm. that Putin will continue to go hard um, to capture the entire country. Um, and, and meanwhile, people are fleeing. Um, we do have um, our U.S. ambassador, who is African-American, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, who will be going uh, to, uh, I think, Romania or something to talk with the refugees. Millions of people have fled their countries. The stories are horrible about how they're being shelled and how their their lives, which they said that was um, they had pretty good lives, all of a sudden disrupted in this way. Mm. It's just horrible. And then, of course, the way the African students are being treated um, in Ukraine is a whole nother story, which sure. no one can understand how, well, we can't understand racism, <laughs> how they could just, you know, pull them off, off the trains and let them be the last. And for those who did get out, 
Now, when they go to places like Poland and other places, they're still being, you know, discriminated against and being, you know, held. And it's just unbelievable what's happening to them. And that's kind of been buried as we give so much sympathy to the Ukrainians who are under fire. We, we should also mention in that same story, we started talking about the gas prices. We did, Vanessa, you may remember, we did a, a story on our news and Black Information Network this week about a, a nationwide poll saying a majority of Americans believe that Joe Biden is mostly to blame for those gas prices being so high and not the war in Ukraine or what the oil companies are doing. Uh, the truth is, it's probably a combination of things. Uh, but, you know, the messaging from the Democrats has been an issue for the last year or so where they're allowing um, other people or other things to take over what they're trying to say and do. And in this case, to blame Joe Biden, some say is really not fair. and They need to do a better job of explaining to the American people why, you know, the gas prices are going up. Absolutely. So um, what are some of the things you think we're going to be following up with next week? Vanessa, you first. Oh, clearly next week is the week that we will see the nomination of uh, likely the ver first African-American woman to the U.S. Supreme Court being voted out of the, the Judiciary Committee. Um, so that is something that will be a highlight and that will be something that will be certainly top story on the Black Information Network. Sure. Mike, your thoughts? Yeah, same, same for me. I think uh, the vote for getting out of the Judici Judiciary Committee and then the actual vote from the full Senate. Um, there are um, maneuvers that the Republicans can do to try and uh, delay or stop it. But the way the rules are written, it looks like, uh, you know, Democrats um, have their uh, will be able to have their way. But it'll be official once those votes happening happen. The other story, as we mentioned earlier, was the Will Smith and Chris Rock story. I have a feeling Within the next couple of days, we're going to see one or both of them sitting down with an exclusive interview from, you know, one of one of the uh, networks, maybe for the morning shows, maybe for 60 minutes, maybe Gail King, maybe uh, Oprah will be able to um, wrangle one of them. But that's going to be a big get. I think America really wants to know what was going on in their minds. You know, what was Chris Rock thinking as Will Smith was walking up on stage? Why did he do what he you know did? What was Jada thinking? Stay tuned. <laughs> sure. Well, it sure. certainly will be on the red table <laughs> stories. That's for sure. As everybody scrambles for those exclusives. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for your insight. Once again, today's guests are Black Information Network news anchors, Vanessa Tyler and Mike Stevens. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show was produced by Chris Thompson. Follow us on all social media at Our Daily Story Podcast. I am your host, Ramses Ja. Join us Monday as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on Our Daily Story. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Black Information Network and six-time Emmy-nominated news anchor Vanessa Tyler welcome you to Blackland, a podcast about the ground on which the Black community stands right now. From stories about salvation and loss, I loved a person who had an HIV diagnosis, to dreams achieved or yet unfulfilled. From people who have made it, I sat down with a therapist and I began my journey. To those left behind, listen to Blackland on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're supposed to learn from our own mistakes, but other people's errors can be instructive too. From efforts to control the weather that went disastrously awry, to the untimely death of the Segway boss, history is a treasure trove of mishaps and meltdowns that can teach us all. I'm Tim Harford, host of Cautionary Tales, the podcast that mines the greatest fiascos of the past for their most valuable lessons. Listen to Cautionary Tales on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.